0: World TB Day has been celebrated at the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine with parties, talks from tuberculosis experts and an exhibition. It's all to commemorate the 24th of March 1882 when Germany's Robert Koch revealed the bacterium that causes TB. To support TB Day, the medical journal The Lancet has published an article co-authored by the London School of Hygiene, Stephen Lorne, who's based on one of the front lines in the war against TB in Cape Town, about drug resistance. I spoke with his London-based colleague Ruth McNerney about the celebrations and asked her first what was the importance of marking World TB Day.
1: It's to remind the world that TB is still one of the biggest killers. It's certainly the biggest killer of adults, of any single pathogen. It kills nearly 2 million people every year. And it, that's disgraceful because it's a treatable disease and people should not be dying of it anymore.
0: The largest burden in TB is around sub-Saharan Africa. This week, published in The Lancet, we're seeing papers about drug resistance. What is the status
1: quo in the medical field in TB? Yes, drug resistance is very worry worrying. Previously, it used to be just in Europe, Eastern European countries where there's a problem. But now that problem's in Africa, particularly South Africa, it's a growing problem where we've got patients we can't treat them and they're not getting better. They remain infectious. So we've got this, this horrible cycle of people who can't be treated who are infecting other people who then become infected with strains that can't be treated.
0: And we're also seeing that diabetes and smoking are really fueling this epidemic right now.
1: Yes, there's lots of cofactors. HIV is a major one in sub-Saharan Africa, but obviously diabetes in Africa, also in India. It's a growing problem in many countries, diabetes, smoking as well. Uh, in, in minors who've got silicosis, they're badly affected, poor nutrition, people are in, uh, taking drugs, the homeless. There's many risk factors and it really is time we got a grip on this.
0: Reading in The Lancet piece about TB in the developing world, but what's the status quo in the UK, for example?
1: Well, unfortunately, UK, for example, things aren't looking too good because steadily TB is going up by year by year. There's over 9,000 cases a year in the UK. London is the biggest worry. In London, of all the people in London, 44 in every 100,000 have TB. In parts of London, though, in places like Brent, there's over 80 people per 100,000 have TB, and that's far too high. It's embarrassing. We're trying to tell the rest of the world how to run their TB programs, and we now have the highest TB rates in Europe. London's really the capital of TB in Western Europe.
0: I find that quite shocking. What do you attribute this rise in TB in the UK to and also London being the capital
1: in Europe? Well, London's probably the capital because that's where people are coming in from overseas, where they're travelling to and from. Uh, many of the people coming in from overseas, they've not got TB when they arrive, but they're, after a year or two, perhaps they develop disease, they're under stress. Uh, you know, strange country, strange food, all the different reasons. Um, and, but also we have quite a lot of TB in ordinary people who never travelled. It's just slowly spreading. So we've really got to get our act together. The health reforms are very worrying. What's going to happen about TB? Is it going to be coordinated? Are we going to look after TB patients properly? Are we going to stop it spreading?
0: Today, we're echoing some of the things which we have seen in the past in terms of our challenges of treating the disease. So what progress have we made now?
1: We have made some steps forward in challenging the stigma. People feel very embarrassed about having TB, particularly in in Asia and countries like India, where it's seen as a disease of poverty. You're seen as being a bad family if you've got TB. You won't marry very well. We're making headway just getting it out in the news. There are some vaccines in trials. Whether they'll work or not, we have to wait and see. We're just not sure yet. People are working on new drugs. On new diagnostics, there's a new test that's come out that looks very exciting, Unfortunately, it's going to be a little bit too expensive for some parts of the world. So sort of moving in the right direction, there's still a lot more work to be done.
0: There are some very serious messages covered across World TB Day, but it's also about an uplifting celebration. How can people get involved if they'd like to?
1: They can get involved by getting in contact with TB Alert, the TB charity. At the London School, they can get involved by contacting me. or many. We have many, many people working on TB at the school. They can get involved by talking about TB, talking to their neighbours, writing to their MP, explain to people that unless we get the proper funding, we're never going to make those next steps that we actually need to make. You see the progress that's been made in diseases like malaria. They're way ahead of us. When TB, we just, we're a little bit behind. We need a big push to help us. So just talk about it, get it out there, get it into... Into general knowledge.
0: Ruth McNerney of the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine speaking to me about World TB Day. For Audio News, I'm Sarah Maxwell.